Hey y'all, it's Carmen. How are you doing today? I hope that you are having a great week. Here in Georgia, we are enjoying some very spring-like weather. As I sit at soccer games each week, this weather is so nice. Although I am sure that it will not last, we are in the season of what we call here in Georgia, spring deception. Our old friend winter will be back soon, I'm sure. If you just tuned in, you are joining me on the last half of a series of talks about living a, quote, successful Christian life. I'm not talking about a prosperity gospel. I am talking about, as it says in Proverbs, living a life full of wisdom and understanding and allowing the principles of God's statutes to lead how you live your life. If we follow God's ways, we will be a, quote, success in our Christian walk. When we do this, we will get to the end of our lives and hear God say, well done, my good and faithful servant. The caveat to this is we cannot live a successful life without the Holy Spirit and His power guiding us, and we do not receive the Holy Spirit without accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior. This is the very first step. During this series, we have looked at characteristics of success versus failure. The first characteristic is being teachable versus being a know-it-all. None of us will ever know all there is to know. Yes, we can learn and we can gain wisdom and understanding, but we will never, ever reach the point where we know it all. And if that is the case, why even think that we would? The second characteristic is successful people take responsibility for their own actions versus failures blame others for their own behavior. No one is perfect. And if we step back from a situation and look at it objectively, we could see where we had a part in the negative aspects of it. This is where confession comes in. Be quick to say, yeah, you know, I messed up right there. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. When we confess our sins and wrongdoings to God and to those we have wronged, we will live a more free life, which leads us to more mature places with God. This leads to the third characteristic, forgiving versus holding a grudge. We have been forgiven much, and in turn, we should offer that forgiveness to those who we have relationships with. The thing is, we are messy people. We are sinners, and we will mess up and let down those we love the most. When this happens to you, think about how God loved you so much and gave you, and continually does, forgiveness. Then in turn, forgive the person who has harmed you. If we choose to hold a grudge, it's like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. It's counterproductive for the child of God. It's a barrier between you and God. Forgiveness is not easy, and most times it is a process that may not happen overnight. But we must begin with choosing forgiveness above holding a grudge. Well, that sums up the last three weeks. But go back and listen to the previous episodes for more in-depth discussion about each characteristic. Let's get to the fourth characteristic of success versus failure. Success is characterized by having an attitude of gratitude. Failure is characterized by having a sense of entitlement. The definition of gratitude is having the quality of being thankful and possessing a readiness to show appreciation for and to return a kindness. The definition of entitlement is having the belief that one is inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. When it comes down to the basics, when all is stripped away, 
This is a humility versus pride issue. The thing is, our only response we are, quote, entitled to have toward God for His loving kindness and grace is gratitude. We have nothing else before a holy God to stand on but grace. The reality is what we are entitled to spiritually is death. What we deserve in response to our sins is judgment and condemnation. Romans 6.23 tells us that the wages or the payment for sin is death. But, and I love to see that word but in scripture, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. When we are given a gift for any occasion, what do we do? We usually say thank you. We may write a thank you note or respond by returning the kindness to the giver. That's all God asks of us, a heart of thanksgiving. So let's look a little deeper at the gift God gives and how it is worthy of our gratitude. It is nothing we are entitled to. What is a gift? The word gift is defined as a thing given willingly without payment. What was the gift God gave? Jesus, salvation, eternal life, grace. Romans 5, 15 through 19 tells us that what mankind deserves is judgment for the trespasses of our sinful nature. But the gift given to us through Jesus, God's grace, brings justification. The thing God gave willingly without payment. I love 2 Corinthians 9, 15, and it outlines the only response worthy of this gift. It says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. The emphasis here is not on the recipient nor our response. The emphasis of our thanks is not given on the gift itself, but it is on the giver. The giver, God, chose us to be the recipient of his grace, and the object of our thanksgiving is him. Another word for that is praise. So what does that look like in our daily lives, and how can our thankfulness to God permeate into gratitude in our earthly relationships and human interactions? It looks like 1 Thessalonians 5.18, the ability to find something to be thankful for in any circumstance. And even if you can't find something to be thankful for, you can be thankful for the circumstance itself. Because as we have already learned, that with a teachable spirit and a forgiving heart, that circumstance will bring us to deeper planes of wisdom and understanding with God. It looks like Hebrews 12, 28, where we know and rest in the fact that what we receive or don't receive here on earth does not come close to the unshakable kingdom a child of God will receive in the future. It looks like Ephesians 5.20, an all-encompassing thankfulness, giving thanks to God for everything. And in some cases, it will look like Psalm 50, verse 14 and 23, as an offering, a sacrifice, a giving up of thankfulness to God. It may be uncomfortable. It may not make sense. It may even hurt. But He is worthy of our thanks. So we talked about what gratitude may look like now. Let's get even more specific. If you are like me and need a bit more explanation, here is just a brief list of the things to be thankful for, spiritually speaking. God's presence, godly relationships, God's goodness, grace, victory over death, prayer, 
worship, just to name a few. Okay, so let's bring this gratitude train home. Gratitude is God's way. He has commanded over and over that this be the attitude of our hearts as it relates to Him, number one, and as it relates to fellow believers and those who are yet in God's family. An attitude of gratitude is important to one's testimony. On the flip side, a sense of entitlement is a detriment, a stumbling block. Don't be that guy or gal. It's not the way God would have you operate. A successful Christian is one who says thank you and says it often. Be that guy or girl. Start today. Let's pray. Thank you, God. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your grace. Thank you that we get to come to you in prayer. Thank you that we get to respond to you in worship. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your family called the church. Thank you for godly relationships within that family. Thank you for the opportunities you give us to speak truth and love. And also thank you for the circumstances that are painful or uncomfortable, ones we'd rather not live through. But yet in those circumstances is where we grow deeper with you. Help us to not have a sense of entitlement, to not think we deserve what we don't deserve. God, would you humble us and dissolve any pride in our hearts? We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. That was some great truth, and my toes are hurting after that one. Let's continue to pray for each other this week that we are quick to say thank you in every circumstance for everything, even when it does not make sense. This is the challenge on the table. Let's step up and make God proud. Thank you for joining me today. If you are encouraged, please rate, share with a friend, and subscribe so you'll be notified when the next episode drops. I can't wait to meet you back here next week for the fifth characteristic of success versus failure. The topic is change. Do you embrace change or do you fear it? This should be a good one. I hope you will tune in. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.